0: And welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. I'm going to start off this week's show with a track by a chap uh, called TJ Hertz, who goes by the artistic name of Object with a K. Um, I've seen the name around and I've listened to a few bits and pieces. There was actually an interesting article in The Guardian about him this week, so I thought I would have a listen. Uh, As is sometimes the way with these things... It's not always quite as amazing as you're led to believe, but I did find one particularly interesting track, which I'm going to start the show with now, and uh, this is called Theme From Q." Object and theme from Q, which I'm probably a bit too disparaging about that at the start. I do like that, and I'm going to listen to more of his stuff. But someone else I came across this week is an artist called Emika, E-M-I-K-A. Um who has been around for absolutely ages. I think it's another case of me finally stumbling across somebody who's actually quite well-known, perhaps in slightly different electronic circles. Um, She's been making music and releasing music since 2011. And I'm actually more enthusiastic about her stuff from the off. Uh, I'm intending to work my way through her catalogue, starting here with her debut single. This is called Drop The Other. So i do like that i like the way it starts off sounding quite conventional and then kind of suddenly swerves left field that was amika and her debut single from 2011 called drop the other and also getting started in 2011 is a a duo from northern ireland called um bicep uh, who have steadily released an ep a year by the looks of things from what i can see but they released their debut album a couple of years ago uh in 2017 and the track i want to play for you now is taken from that this is called glue Bicep and Glue taken from their eponymous debut album, Bicep. And actually, to be honest, I didn't think that would make the cut this week. I thought it was a bit too repetitive, not enough to it. But every time I went to take it off the playlist, I thought, no, I'll just leave it on for a bit longer. And it's just really grown on me. absolutely love it. Now, good news for any Craven Faults fans, the band that I have loved uh, since they first appeared on my radar a couple of years ago. They've released three EPs, uh, Netherfield Works, Nonroid Works, and Springhead Works, uh, which are all great. They set up their analogue kits, their sort of big modular synthesiser, in these old factories and just record pieces. And they've really been my sort of favourite discovery Uh, the last couple of years actually they're kind of a real go-to band for me at the moment well they've just announced that they're uh, releasing uh, an EP called Low Fold Reworks which is uh, remixes of three of the tracks oh so one of the tracks from each of the EPs remixed by different artists so they've started off with a remix of Intakes which comes from the Springhead Works EP uh, remixed by Pie Corner and I just think this is absolutely great Lovely, that was Craven Faults, and to give it its full title, the Pie Corner Audio rework of the track intakes from their EP Springhead Works and the rest of so if you buy that now from Bandcamp you get that track to download immediately and I think the rest of it comes out later this month. Now last weekend I was away with some old university friends and we fell to talking about Kate Bush is someone of whom we're all a fan in fact we all went to see her um, live shows a couple of years ago uh, down in London and we were talking particularly about the Aerial album and just how I mean, it's kind of parallel to The Hounds of Love in the sense you've got one part of the album that is all pop songs and then the second part which is kind of one long medley. Um, I don't think the second part of Ariel is a patch on the ninth wave, but obviously just my opinion. But that first side of Ariel, I think it's the Sea of Honey part of it. There's just five or six absolutely cracking songs there and she opened the live gigs with one of those songs that was in the first section, a track called Joni, which I went back to to listen to this week and I just think she's... I love this for a couple of reasons. I love the the sort of gliding synth sound. I love the setup of the drum kit and how that's played. But also I think the vocal melody is just absolutely beautiful. So this is Kate Bush and Joni. Beautiful K Bush and Joni from the first part of Ariel, the Sea of Honey component of that album. Now it's 19 years this week since Goldfrap released their first album, Felt Mountain, uh, which included a number of singles. I think there were four singles in the end. One was a. Um, Double A-side with Lovely Head it was a track called Pilots which was remixed for release and i compared that with the album version this week thinking which one would I play but actually I do prefer the album version and while I was reading about it I discovered that the song is supposed to discover um, describe travellers floating in the atmosphere above the earth and was inspired by James Barry's James Bond theme song. I can't quite hear it myself but listen out for that. This is Goldfrap and Pilots. Frap and the track Pilots taken from their debut album Felt Mountain which came out 19 years ago this week 19 years ago years ago from September 11th in fact now as a magazine that comes out periodically called classic pop which features uh, a band kind of each edition um the simple minds one was pretty good actually um if you ignored all the sort of bits after uh sparkling the rain and they've released one in the last month called uh, which is about uh tepeche mode which i had a bit of a skim through actually i've as i said before on the, sh- before on the show I'd, I'd find them a bit patchier than they're generally reckoned to be uh two three absolutely cracking albums but while reading through it um It gave me a chance to read about a couple of albums that I've perhaps not given as much of a listen as I should do, including Ultra, which I was surprised to see is already more than 20 years old. And this track I do like, although it sounds an awful lot like the start of Walk With Me off Songs of Faith and Devotion. But this is, as I say, taken from Ultra, and this is called It's No Good. mode and it's no good from the album ultra which as i say sounds a lot to me like the start of walk with me from songs of faith and devotion but and also quite a good uh, vocal performance from dave Garner, i think a little more a uh, little more subtle than some of the stuff that he'd been doing around that time previously but just a couple of tracks left to go the first of which is by peter gabriel and i was sat around the house one evening this week, minding my own business, and a friend of mine put up on Twitter that uh, Peter Gabriel's album Flotsam and Jetsam had been released, which is full of old outtakes and extended versions and B-sides and all sorts. And I was tempted by this. I was a huge Peter Gabriel fan for a while. Uh, So I went onto the iTunes store to have a look at what was there. And the whole album was 30 quid. And I thought, yeah, I don't want to spend 30 quid on this. So what I'll do is I'll just go through and select off the tracks that I do want, the ones that I'm interested in. And so I was just clicking my way through. And, yeah, the stuff on the first two albums didn't appeal too much. But after that, I started getting more and more interested. Um... Less so when you get towards the further end, where there's just more kind of gratuitous remixing going on. But there were certainly a few things of interest. Anyway, each time you buy a track, iTunes goes, well, you, you know, subtracts that from the cost of the whole album and says you can have the rest of the album for this much. So it got to the point where I was getting bored of clicking at stuff. And... I could have the whole of the rest of the album for like three quid so I downloaded the lots which means I've got quite a a large meal to get through at some point Um, but I was delighted by a number of things that were there even a couple of things that I'd never heard of before including the, in inverted commas, full version of a track called Don't Break This Rhythm, which was a B-side around the time of the So album. And the track was a kind of spin-off or an early version of the song Mercy Street, which actually appears on So, which is probably my favourite track on so itself but I do love this b-side and this full version is pretty much twice as long I'm not sure it adds much artistically but I'm delighted to have it this is Peter Gabriel and taken from this new album Flotsam and Jetsam this is the full version of Don't Break This Rhythm You know, i can see why they edited it down for the b-side but i did like oh i do like that a lot that's the full version of don't break this rhythm by peter gabriel so just one track left to go and i'm playing this because of an instagram account i follow called blind youth 1977 to 1980 which is f- fixated around the early human league and the work they did that predated the dare album when martin ware and ian craig marsh were still in the band um this, just seems, this guy just seems to have an, uh, a supply of old photos and information, and it's just a joy to follow. And occasion gets me to go back and play a song. And I was surprised to find that I've never played this track on Electronic Ears before. It's actually um, a, a, a favourite of mine, so I can't imagine why I've overlooked it. It's taken from the reproduction album. Uh, it's called Austerity Girl One Medley. And before I kick that off, I'll just say thank you very much for listening. I hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye.